Hello everyone and welcome to the So Mindful podcast where we dig into the tips and topics that will help you have great fun making clothes that make you feel fabulous. I'm your host Jackie Blakemore of So Much More Fun and I can't wait to share this week's illuminating episode with you. So let's roll the tape. and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week I wanted to talk about all things knickers. I bought one of my first knicker making kits from Flojo Fabrics down in Bristol in the UK a few years ago now and had such fun making them. So when I thought about getting started making your own undergarments, I thought who better to speak to than where it all started for me. And I'm delighted that Delia of Flojo Fabrics agreed to chat to me today. So Delia, it's lovely to have you on the podcast. A big welcome. Hello and thank you for having us. Well, to me and yeah, really, really nice to chat to you. Thank you. So for our listeners that don't know you or aren't familiar with Flojo Fabrics, can you just share a little bit more about who you are, what you do uh, and what you do at Flojo? Well, currently we've got a little shop in Bristol on a lovely little independent high street, a fabric shop in the haberdashery. And we've had a well, until this year, obviously, it hasn't been going on, but we always had half of our shop was a little workshop. So we used to get people in, do classes. We've been here for nine years now. But initially, before we opened the shop, I run it with Erica. So there's the both of us. We met years ago when our children were little. They're 20 now. When they were tiny at a, at a college, learning how to do garment construction and that kind of thing. And I learned how to make some pants when I was there. And that was something that we ended up initially making to sell. We used to do market stalls together, that sort of thing. And then that become really popular. We sold lots of those, but loads of people used to come up to us and say, oh, I'd love to be able to make my own pants. And then And we were like, well, let's start teaching people how to do this instead of making them for them. Let's teach them. Then we made a kit and then suddenly that we sold those of the kits and it was really popular. I think there wasn't anything like that to buy generally. And since then, we've been teaching people in our workshop and selling the kits online. And we made a little book with some patterns in. Yeah, so that's us really that's how the knickers came about and the kits are great we'll talk a bit more about those but I think it just really helps when you're not sure you know what what to use and how to get going I think they're they're fantastic as a starter aren't they so whenever I talk to beginners and maybe like you said when you're on the market stalls what do you think puts people off making underwear what do you think the challenges are I think people think it's really difficult and it's not because it's Working with something that's quite, you know, fairly small, it's not much material, it's nice and easy to lay out, you're not making a big dress or whatever, you know, there's lots of more difficult things, aren't there, with bigger things, but yeah, I think people think they can't source the elastics and yeah, getting the right things for it, but there's loads of different elastic, I mean, you can just use ordinary elastic and you put that on the inside, you know, there's lots of ways of doing things gathering fabric up or yeah so it doesn't have to be super specialized we yeah, sell things in our shop either stretch laces or elastics but nice it's nice to get nice colors and things like that as well and what do you think are the the benefits to making your own what would you say are the high points of making your own getting a nice comfortable fit because you know we've all had those pants that just wedge up your butt or bum <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's nothing worse than having uncomfortable pants so you know 
quite often you have to experiment a little bit, make a few pairs to get your perfect fit for you because everyone's so different, like any pattern that you make. But once you've got something that fits you well, it's just like bang. And then, you know, nice and easy to make. You can make them with your scraps, whether you've made jersey dresses or anything, or, you know, if you're sewing with stretch, you can make your stretchy pants to match. Or if you just want to make the cotton ones, you know, they're as well, you can make them out of your scraps, which is great because we've always got if you're a sewer you've always got a scrap pile that mounts up and you're like oh what am I going to do with all that and so it's a good good way of busting out those scraps definitely and it doesn't take a lot of fabric does it to make a pair it doesn't no, it's hardly any at all really no, no and so just talk me through the kits that you have because you've got some different styles and you mentioned a few different ways that you can sew them there as well didn't you so just talk yeah. me through a few of those well the first one we ever did I haven't even got it with me now. Hang on. <laughs> There's a straight pair of cotton pants. I can't find a pair now. Oh, oh, here they are. They're on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Those are, that's the first pair that we ever made, which is made out of just a cotton poplin. So there's no stretch in the actual fabric, as you can see. But how you make the stretch is by gathering up the elastic. I mean, they're a kind of I don't think many people wear these sort of pants, to be honest, that much anymore. They look great if you're wearing, if you've got a big, big, lovely big skirt dress or anything. But they, you know, then they probably don't look great under your jeans and things like that because they're a little bit more gathered up, you know. But yeah, they look a bit like more like your gym like old old gym knickers and stuff like that, don't they? That's kind of what they remind me of. I have got. So you, people, people on the podcast won't be able to see this and I will post some pictures for, I'll do some screenshots from the podcast. Oh, okay. This is one of the first pairs. In fact, I think this was the first pair I made, which are exactly from that kit. So these are the cotton yeah. popping ones and yeah. these are in black with a kind of red, that's very racy, doesn't it? When I say that, but black with a red <laughs> lace, <laughs> uh, elastic on the top. So yes, I can yeah. fully vouch for these and they are, I think we talked about this before the podcast, didn't we? And we said, Although they're probably not the ones that, that you would say were the most modern, maybe, but they're yeah. definitely the most comfortable. You know, they are. <laughs> yeah, really That's good. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you can make them out of non-stretch fabric, can't you? But as you say, they look a bit more gathered up and maybe a bit more kind of old fashioned a little bit. With that pattern, though, the same pattern, you can make yourself a kind of oh, gorgeous. A, a sort of sexy version. I used to buy silk scarves from charity shops and, and use that same pattern, but but so you just cut the sides and then put big silk bows Ties on, on. Yeah. Lovely. and they're really pretty and they're so soft and thin and you know they're like boudoir pants yeah. <laughs> and it's the same pattern so they're but wow. they're really pretty yeah and you've got a pure silk pair of pants which what is a great really idea great. to use a scarf yeah I hadn't really thought about that yeah, that's, well, that's a, a nice way of getting you know beautiful big patterns and you're not buying a lot of material just buying a silk scarf which you should pick up from about fiber can't you and yeah yeah definitely yeah so that's and you know that's a nice way of making those a bit more luxury looking and yeah pretty yeah um, and the other ones the kit that we do is the one put it there but I keep forgetting no one can see me <laughs> holding it it comes in a little box and it's called the stretch knicker making kit and this is from a jersey so we use a cotton jersey but you could use a viscose jersey or tensile or something like that modal or something and then we use a stretch lace 
around the outside, which stretches with the fabric. If you haven't sewn with a jersey before, some people are a little bit more nervous, I suppose, about sewing jersey if they've only sewn with cotton. But as long as you change the needle on your sewing machine, this pattern is actually quite easy because you attach the lace when it's laying flat and there's no gathering up because the knicker fabric and the stretch lace stretches together to fit your body so um it's not so difficult at all actually it's quite a nice little pattern like you said I think because you're not having to pull the elastic to sew it yeah uh, so I also have just as if it, it must look like it's a kind oh. of, like a blue peter moment but I also have a pair of those because yeah. I want this kit as well <laughs> I, like those. I remember that fabric yeah the... <laughs> So these are these are like a navy blue with white cherries on with a kind of white lace that goes round it. Yeah. They're a bit more a bit more like a kind of boy short style, aren't yeah. they? These ones. Yeah. So they're quite full at the back, which is lovely. I prefer that. Very soft and and yeah, and nice and stylish at the sides. So I think having the lace makes them look smaller, even though you, you still get the coverage. So I love that. I think yes. that's okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so lovely, lovely style. And as you said, just sew them on your normal sewing machine. Fairly easy because you can sew it flat and there's, the mm. fabric takes care of the fit and the stretch, doesn't it? Yeah, so those, yeah, your nice comfy pants, basically. <laughs> yeah, but you could make those more, very easy adjustments to that pattern is, you know, taking it up across your more of a Brazilian bottom if you wanted or you go the other way you could go down into even more of a boy short just bring it down very slightly and up and making them high-waisted as well I've got a couple of pairs for for the winter <laughs> nice high waist <laughs> you know when you just want to be warm it's keeping warm <laughs> so um yeah so that's the different ones that we've done and what do the kits include Delia Kits include, you get your fabric, which is a cotton jersey for this one, for the stretch. And then you get your stretch lace, which is usually a contrasting colour, so just to make it look nice and fun. A little bit of ribbon that you can tie a little bow on to put on the front as a little decoration. We include a little label, actually, as well, that says says made by me or sewn by me or so flojo. I've forgotten. We keep changing <laughs> what we says. But yeah, so you can put that in. And then the pattern, and the pattern is from 6 to 22 in the stretch, that's UK sizes, to most people's bottoms, so that's a nice range of sizes on that. Oh, and then obviously your instructions, I think that's everything in there. Everything you need to get started, and I think the reason that I liked it was because it already included in the kit all the elastic and everything, because I wasn't sure quite what to buy or what I should be looking for. And so I really liked then that once I'd seen that and seen how you'd paired them together... I could then buy more and pick and choose then what I wanted to use. Yeah. Yeah, So as a starting point, I thought it was really helpful. Just don't really know even the size. You look at something, you think, well, what size is that elastic or how stretchy does it need to be? Or what does it feel like? It's really helpful to have a first one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm really glad that that was helpful. (laughs) (laughs) So is there any other particular equipment that you need for getting started with knickers? Anything that you'd recommend? No, not especially. (laughs) If you're a sewing machine for the jerseys, definitely having a ballpoint needle or stretch needle. You know, most of them will go through those. You just definitely need a sewing machine with a zigzag stitch. So... I mean, all modern machines have zigzags. Some of the really old ones don't, do they? So um, as long as you've got a zigzag stitch, because otherwise for ones that you need to get that stretch so that you can keep the stretch going, otherwise your stitch is going to come out. But yeah, not 
anything else particularly you've taught a lot of people because you did workshops as well didn't you when you were able to do them face to face are there any tips that might help people if they're getting started and or things that they might you know might get wrong in terms of picking maybe the sizing or you know deciding which fabrics are there any to avoid or things like that that you might recommend well if you're doing the cotton ones when you're using your elastic I would always recommend just practicing a little bit of the ruching on a little bit of scrap fabric with a bit of scrap elastic. That's a definite, just trying that out because you have to sort of pull the elastic as you sew, which is actually quite, if you've never done it before, it can feel quite a tricky thing to do. Some people like to pin all the way around, but I found when I was teaching people, when we pinned it all around, the whole thing would sort of scrunch up so much that people would get more in the muddle than actually just pulling it through. But actually learning to just trust yourself that you're trying to do it at the same pace all the way around is quite tricky. So that's just a little bit of practice doing that. And sewing, if you're saying sewing on the stretchy ones, if you want to sew a curved lace going round, just practice getting the control on your machine first, sewing around a curve. Because again, that can be quite tricky because you're manoeuvring quite a lot. But as well, don't be too scared about it not being completely perfect because who's going to see them? (laughs) Not too many people. And if they do, you just turn the lights down. (laughs) You know, just it's better just to give it a go than not do it because you're worried is what I always say to people. Just, you know, just give it a go. Not a massive bit of material either. And when you look at the stuff that you buy as well, that's not perfect either, is it? You know, it's one of those things where I don't think you notice the stitching as much on knickers as much as you think you would. You know, I think it's sort of blended the way it's the way it's made it's true actually you know yeah people go oh no I haven't lined that up exactly and I always say to people in the workshop I said if you go go home look in your knicker drawer get some out and see how many of them the the elastics aren't lined up within millimeters I said I bet loads of them aren't and you haven't even noticed and they're like and they come back go oh my god you're right so you know sometimes you're your worst critic aren't you when you make things and I would say just don't worry it'll be all right just do it yeah definitely (laughs) give it a go and practice is key I think like you say have a a go with a few samples and then um, build up from there yeah 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 and it doesn't take a lot of fabric, does it? As you rightly said. So no, it's not a massive it's not, mistake. It's not a big, it's not a big ball dress, is it? You know, to, no, <laughs> no, and you know, and not too expensive a mistake either, because obviously that's a big thing when you're doing other things. You don't want to just be wasting meters and meters of fabric, do you? But if it's a quarter of a meter, it's like, oh well. <laughs> It'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. Especially if it was left over from something you'd already made as well, even better. So you get two for one, yeah. don't you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so do you have a favourite, do you have a favourite knicker pattern or knicker style, if it's not too personal to ask? I do like our stretchy ones is the ones that I like because they're quite comfy. Like I said, I've got a few that I've made into a higher waist one. And I sometimes, instead of putting the lace around the outside, I haven't got a pair, I might have them on, but I'm not going to show you <laughs> i sometimes put the fold over elastic I use that a flat one and I just put those flat on the outside sort of not quite so fancy with less lace just a bit more plain I sort of do that quite a lot this morning. yeah with the sort of pico edge it's called a fold over elastic oh, okay um, it's got a little line in the middle where you can fold it over oh, I see, yeah sort of 
almost like a binding, but I quite often use it straight onto the edge of the fabric, just flat and go round. And it's that just becomes a, an edge instead of the big lacy edge if you don't want something that's quite so lacy looking. I've got some of the sort of cami knickers that we made, in, but I wear those as like little shorts and bed kind of thing, that sort of thing. Yeah. They're quite a nice, easy make as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and in terms of supplies then, you do supplies there. People want to get the things to do it as well as the kits. What else do you do at Flojo? Oh, we do. Basically everything in our kits we have, but in more colours usually. So we've got lots of different of the knicker elastics, which have got like a PK edge or a little frill edge or little lacy edge. And then we've got quite a good range of stretch laces that go on the stretch ones we've got fold over elastics yeah so we've got quite a good range of different colors and laces and elastics which make making it more fun and then we do a wide lace which one of the styles in the book is like how do what do we call this one it's like a little shorts but it's made from lace you know and that's four parts it's got a seam down the front and the back but that's made out of a wide stretch lace so right, the whole yes, thing is yeah. made out of stretch lace. So we've got a pattern for that. And we sell those in range of colours as well, which are quite nice. No more of a kind of sexy how many, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> how many patterns are in the book? Five, yeah. What are the different patterns? Uh, the ones that we've got as kits that, and the stretch. And then the one with the ribbon ties that you actually make yeah. your ties, which is like that one but you make the, the ribbon ties, bag them out with the fabric. And then you do a little bit of ruching at the back sort of to bring them along the centre back of the bottom. Then a little pair of sort of cami pants that are a bit like what? Very nice, yeah. Like a little, like a little short really, but, but that's how you do that with French seams, which is nice. And you could make that out of a silk or a cotton lawn, something really soft really, but a, that's a woven one. And the other one is what we call the Brazilian one, which is, ah, oh, there we are, that's one. The little sort uh, yes. of pants like yeah. that, yeah. And they do sort of go across the back of your bottom. So yeah. like a little lacy yeah. number. For the people that can't see on the podcast, I will do some pictures, but they're like a wide yeah. elastic that goes, wide lace elastic that goes all the way around, like a band almost, isn't it? And they join, so your pattern pieces, like a kind of, with all in one up to the centre of the gusset that comes down. Yeah. Like so you need a, a wide, a good right. one width, because that has to go all the way around and underneath. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, those are the pants that are in the book. Fabulous. And yeah. how are things going with the workshops? Do you think you'll be doing more classes? What's the situation? Well, we're kind of going to wait. I think we'll leave it till after the summer and see how it all sits then, because we quite often don't have much going on here in the summer. Workshops were always less busy because people go on holidays and and things like that and we're away and so because of the restrictions up until the beginning of the summer really we thought we'll we'll wait till September and see how everything is and hopefully we can get back to doing things then and I just can't bear the thought of people booking up and having to cancel again so I'm just like just wait for a little bit longer yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so if people do want to get started Delia what's the best way how can they reach you how can they find your stuff what's the best way to get in touch with you on our website which is flojofabrics.co.uk we've got in the haberdashery there there's all the things you can buy or if you want to start with a kit our our kits are online as well anything else any other tips or things that you'd like to leave the listeners with before we finish 
just give it a go. I just think it's always worth trying and it's something you might suddenly go. It's like a light bulb moment. Something's really little and simple can spark a lot of, and you can be quite creative with pants, I think, because there are so many styles go into a Marks and Spencers and there's walls of pants, aren't there? Different styles and shapes. And you can really get creative with small little bits of fabrics, extra bits of lace, putting little trims on. So I think it's a quite a nice little project that you can have a lot of fun with. It's yeah. a, lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've got that base pattern that fits you, yeah. like you say, and also I've started to pay more attention to the combinations, you know, whether they've got a bit yeah. of jersey and a bit of lace or a bit of normal fabric and a bit of lace, you know, some of yeah. that combination yeah. look really nice, don't they? and other things that you can details you can put in and so yeah you could just collect little scraps and go oh actually I could put those in a little panel or you know insert a piece of lace down each of the front bits or down the sides or yeah little things and it's quite a nice thing to make for yourself isn't it (laughs) a little treat (laughs) so it's I think it's quite a nice thing to do fabulous um well one of the other things that I just wanted to mention as well so one of the reasons for getting in touch was because I'd seen you on your Instagram post um the two of you in your lovely Wonder Woman swimwear (laughs) Um, and I'd love to chat more about swimwear yeah um but yeah do you want to just tell the listeners a little bit more about what you were doing because I know that was it was all for a good cause wasn't it so yeah a bit more about that yeah, it was for International Women's Day. We decided, well, Eric and I both swim. We're, we're both really, we enjoy outdoor swimming. So we thought we'd go to Clevedon Marine Lake, which is the sea lake uh, up on the coast, not far from us, and go for a swim. And it was very cold. <laughs> but we decided we'd make some Wonder Woman swimming costumes, which was just a fun thing and have a picture with that. And it was, we were raising money for Womankind, which is a charity in Bristol, which helps women with lots of counselling for all sorts of any crises problems so they're a great resource for people here so yeah we did that (laughs) and yeah we just thought oh make Wonder Woman costumes and you know (laughs) pose (laughs) trying to look strong In the Skeleton, and it looked absolutely freezing. I remember it being really cold around that time. I was thinking, oh my god, you must be crazy. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, it was quite fun. Yeah, are you still raising money for them? Because I think were you doing something around the kits? We're doing some of our kits, the the cotton knicker kits. We're donating a pound for every one of those that are sold online at the minute. So yeah I think there's a little pop with a few pounds going in so we will sort of wait for that to build up and and add that to yeah so that's yeah, nice. it's a great cause yes I'll put a link specifically to that knicker kit into oh the that would be great brilliant um, and so if anybody's listening and fancies making some knickers and donating to a good cause then you know it, what's not to love about that I think that's fabulous yeah <laughs> yeah well, it's been lovely to talk to you, Delia, and, and thank you so much for getting me started in my knicker making journey. And I love all the kits and things that you do and what's on your website. So I highly encourage all the listeners to, to definitely take a look, to follow you on Instagram, to see those fabulous pictures of you in your <laughs> wonderful Wonder Woman outfits. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and just to give it a go, I, I think, it, like you say, it's much easier than it looks when you first get started. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. Well, that's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Check out the show notes in the description area of your podcast app. 
and click to follow or subscribe. Or head over to somindful.com forward slash podcast, which is S-E-W-M-I-N-D-F-U-L dot com, where you can also sign up for an email reminder so that you don't miss out on any juicy episodes. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, then please help others find us by leaving a review if you love this episode. And I'm always excited to find out what you got from the episode and how you plan to use the tips. And finally, if you have a question, feedback or a topic you'd like me to investigate, then you can also email me at hello at somuchmorefun.co.uk. So until next time, stay gorgeous and have so much more fun.